All right, so I'm solo on this segment. There's no co-host Tyler Kern, no co-host Taylor Bagley. Unfortunately, they were both busy this morning. So instead, I decided to just do a solo piece uh, on a story that really caught my eye. It was a really in-depth breakdown on Medium's 1-0. I recommend you give it a read. Uh, but I'm going to give you some of the highlights and then some of my thoughts because I think it showcases a, an interesting intersection between two of the largest economic pillars in our country. So one of those economic pillars is big tech, which has become you know a cornerstone for the growth of the American economy and cementing Silicon Valley as a place of great power and success worldwide. Um, of the biggest tech companies, which there's typically a big five that's referenced. So you've got Facebook, Google, Amazon, Apple, and Microsoft. Of those five, though Google still has its faults, it is seen as often uh, more responsive or conscientious to public perception and public pressure. And I think it's up for interpretation whether that's motivated by a desire to avoid bad PR or to further a positive cause. I think it also depends on the issue and who is pushing uh, for change around that issue. But regardless, recently they've taken more action to separate themselves from the rest of the Silicon Valley pack and specifically Microsoft and Amazon. And they're separating themselves from big oil. So, interesting, right? You've got one pillar, big tech. You've got another pillar, big oil. The two monolithic uh, pillars of industry in the U.S. are now kind of against each other, even though they've been building deep relationships for the last several years. What do these relationships look like? Why is there tension? I'm going to break it down here for you. So there's a new Greenpeace report out uh, titled Oil in the Cloud, How Tech Companies Are Helping Big Oil Profit from Climate Destruction. Very uh, pointed research, uh, very detailed research that basically is pointing the finger at the relationship between big oil and big tech these two massive forces for our economy. In the last several years, Google, Microsoft, and Amazon's cloud service divisions have all gone into partnerships with oil firms like Exxon, Chevron, and Total to deliver AI, artificial intelligence, solutions for fossil fuel extraction. So uh, this isn't just an offside project. This isn't just uh, an extra tack-on for Google or Amazon or Microsoft, this has become a coordinated effort by these big tech companies. And they're building out unique web portals for oil and gas clients, and they've created whole divisions dedicated solely to servicing and capturing new oil business. And these AI solutions are looking to automate and accelerate the process for oil site exploration and then extraction. Uh, so basically just trying to increase production of fossil fuels. When this news became mainstream, it led to a series of activist and employee-led retaliation uh, that was hoping to put a stop to courting big oil. Uh, for example, workers walked out uh, during a climate strike at Google and at Microsoft 
And uh, this led to responses from Microsoft, for example, saying they were going to go carbon negative. Uh, Amazon signed on to a climate pledge to go carbon neutral by 2040. However, at the same time that they were giving these pledges to be more climate conscious, Microsoft was sponsoring an oil conference in Saudi Arabia. Amazon was joining an Accelerate Oil initiative. So you were seeing some uh, conflicting messages. The business practices were not changing, though there was pressure for the PR to change and for the vocalization around that business to change. This newest Greenpeace report, though, highlights 14 different contracts between the big three of big tech, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, and their relationships with major oil companies, especially making note of some of these continued major contradictions that are coming down from big tech as they try to continue to court big oil business, but distance themselves from the business. So uh, big tech companies are apparently not counting emissions generated by their AI services as part of their carbon footprint or against their sustainability goals. Um, The pushback on that is that it is incredibly difficult to quantify the impact of this business, uh, but it isn't quantified at all. There isn't even an estimate. So to a degree, uh, activists and employees at these companies are pushing back and Greenpeace obviously pushing back saying, well, How can you claim to be carbon neutral or how can you claim to be working towards net zero emissions or carbon footprint when you are helping grow business that is accelerating fossil fuel usage? Very interesting dynamic there. Um, Another contradiction highlighted by the Greenpeace report is that though big tech defends itself by saying that it also provides technology to help energy companies transition to clean energies, the report actually finds that big tech is rarely supplying these technologies, with Amazon's web services, for example, only having one deal on record uh, that actually supports alternative energy technology. So... How does this tie back to Google? Basically, in response to this report, uh, Google is going the furthest to distance themselves, saying, and this is um, in a quote to one zero who published this article, they said, uh, quote, we will not build custom AI or machine learning algorithms to facilitate upstream extraction in the oil and gas industry, end quote. So that's a very direct disassociation from using AI services to further oil extraction. Uh, Greenpeace researcher and report co-author Elizabeth Hardim, she told One Zero, quote, Accelerating oil extraction is not an application tech companies should be using AI for at all, end quote. So you see a very focused vision here from Greenpeace um, over the last several years, a focused vision from many employees at these companies, and then, of course, climate activists pushing big tech to uh, distance themselves from big oil For the main reason that uh, big tech tries to uh, present itself as being climate conscious or uh, at least, you know, believing of the science, aware of the science, and their business practices seem to contradict that PR. And Google seems to be the first one to respond in a more direct 
manner, uh, trying to uh, take some of these insights from the Greenpeace report and I, I guess create a better, uh, well, I mean, I guess it's up for interpretation, but it could be a better bout of PR. It could be a complete restructuring of how they're going to use this AI. Uh, but things are still a little vague. So here are my main takeaways from this. One, I think a question we should be asking ourselves is, is this good for Google? And is this good for Google's business to distance themselves from big oil? In my opinion, I think it won't affect them that much, even though these are partnerships with major economic forces here in the U.S. Uh, you know, some of the richest capital sources in our economy, Google has its its uh, flag planted in our economy in a very different way. They are the master switch for accessing the internet, uh, whether we think of them that way or not. Uh, based on Google's market share compared to other browsers like Bing, uh, Google has a complete dominance over our search function just nationwide. And that brings a lot of data and that builds a lot of advertising relationships. And that is what brings in the money for Google. And that market dominance is also not going to disappear if they decide, well, we're just not going to provide AI services to oil companies anymore. So it's not a complete breakaway from their fundamental business model. And it's not going to affect how they have uh, such market power already. So in my opinion, I don't think this is going to really impact Google that much if they follow through on uh, basically ending some of these deals with oil companies. Uh, another takeaway here is that Google still has contracts with oil companies on the books. So this doesn't mean that they're going to stop services that were already in motion. Um, and it also hasn't made clear when the new policy will even go into effect or what the specific guidelines will be for determining where and where not to use AI for upstream extraction of fossil fuels. Uh, there aren't, um, I guess, a clear checkboxes. There isn't a clear vision. This is more of a response to a Greenpeace report, which, in my opinion, has me feeling like this is going to be more of an initial just PR push. Uh, how can we basically, as a company, uh, deter maybe some of the flack we're going to get from this Greenpeace report and make it look like, yes, we are responding to this. We acknowledge that there are some contradictions here, and here's what we're going to do about it. But materially, there aren't any changes yet. So at the moment, it is just talk, and there is not much walk going on here. Uh, maybe we'll see something come down the line soon, but for now, this is more of a PR move than a substantive move, and I think this furthers the trend that we've been seeing from big tech companies. When there is social pressure, there will be a response, and depending on the company, that response uh, you know, differs in scope, but often there isn't much of a structural change to any of the business models that are receiving the flack in the first place. Even from Google, the company that uh, among the big tech companies is seen as uh, maybe the most ambivalent or uh, the one that is most responsive to the social pressure. So the final point that I want to make here is 
because of increased scrutiny that the oil industry is facing uh, from politicians, from activists, from consumers to basically restructure their entire business model and their entire place in our economy. And as economic leaders are getting flack for developing new partnerships with big oil, will this eventually form a permanent cleaver between industries? And more specifically, will this form a permanent, um, I guess, taboo for future business between big tech and big oil? I don't have an answer for that one. I don't really have an opinion on that one either. I think it could go in either direction. I really think it depends on what the public pressure is and how much of an economic stake this pressure is going to have on those companies. So, for example, back to my previous point, I think it's easier for Google to say, yep, you know what, we're just going to stop using AI for uh, these oil projects. Yep, you you got us all good. We're just going to stop doing it. And whether or not that changes on the back end is yet to be seen, but at least on the outward-facing PR, this doesn't affect their core business model, and it's definitely not mainstream enough that it's going to take people off Google, right? It's not like suddenly people are just going to decide, hey, I'm no longer going to use Google because they use their AI services and their machine learning services to uh, grow fossil fuel extraction. Maybe if there was a giant campaign around it, but as of now, one report is, I think, forcing them to respond at a B2B level. You know, how can our investors, how can people with business interests in Google see how we respond to this? But I think the average consumer, uh, the Google searcher that is providing the key data that brings in cash flow for the company and market dominance, uh, that consumer probably is not going to stop using Google because of this. And if they do, it's not going to be enough for Google to actually feel any major pain. So I have a feeling that it'll be easy to distance yourself as a big tech company from big oil if your core business model doesn't require those partnerships for growth. Um, I think Amazon and Microsoft are going to be more dedicated to maintaining those business relationships because Amazon turns a major profit on its uh, cloud services compared to the way it runs at a loss uh, with its retail and e-commerce services. So when you factor that and Microsoft's insistence on competing with Amazon in the cloud realm, I think you're going to uh, continue to see a lot of business between at least Amazon and Microsoft and big oil companies. I don't know if I can say the same for Google. I think Google can uh, read the writing on the wall, uh, especially with just their response to this Greenpeace article. But Google is known to be a little slow to uh, new technologies and uh, adapting to market forces. So even though they are known as being maybe a little more responsive or conscientious to public pressure, uh, who knows if their structural business model or solutions are going to change at all because of this Greenpeace report. Like we like to say on Business Casual, we're just going to have to wait and see. 
This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries. Oh,